Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the success of Michelle Elsa to find a Zivug. And Rafushalim Harushal Vermin, Elishava Margalib Shifale, Meritubin Chaya, Toba Leabas Rivka, and Leabat Sarah. Also, success in Yashmai with Sheva Raga, the Abu Nisheva Emmet with Sheva Shepherd, with Sheva Raymak of Tobabasha, in honor of safety of the soldiers and safe return of the hostages, etc. Please share and read the podcast. Um, I, I, I'm taking a little bit of break from social media, Instagram, and Facebook for a couple months. I just, I just I need to breathe a little bit. I need to get my concentration back. I remember those years when I used to have so much concentration. Today, it's not as much. Even though, thank God, I, we, we still pull out the classes, but we, we, there's a lot of work to do. There's books to write. It's just I need to go more into that. And definitely, social media is definitely, today, it's becoming very uh, distractive and very negative. Um, so I don't. I, I'm asking myself, you know, how many benefits? Of course, the posting is nice. The, the videos are nice, but need a little need, need a little bit of a break. And God willing, I'll, I don't know if I'll reconnect. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what will happen. Today's class, really, really great concept. On, but I didn't get suspended. I didn't get anything like that. So I don't know what rumors. Bottom line is, I decided to take it off for a couple months, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're going to talk about a great concept here. Uh, the Anabekoach prayer. Anabekoach prayer is a prayer. Um, it's the 42 name, letter name connected with God's creation. Uh, Rabbi Pinson's book again. Amazing how he's going to connect this concept to the days of the week. And what kind of covenant, what kind of intentions you should have every day of the week. So he begins by saying, the whole, the whole concept of Anabekoach, this prayer, Anabekoach, repre- represents... Movement from one state to another. It's a transitional prayer. And we, this is what we say in the, in, the, in the beginning. It's compromise of seven verses corresponding to seven days of the week. I didn't even know that. Which turn to the, which connect to the seven emotional spherot. So seven days of the week. Every, we're going to talk about how each, each day has a specific sphera, emotional component. And how that, if we're connected to, if we know already you know, what the, the day is, we, we know what to expect and we know what to, what to rectify. There's more to life than Taco Tuesdays, bottom line. <laughs> Do you understand? Oh, world, Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. You know, we need to think of uh, Tuesday as, uh, as Teferit instead of Taco Tuesday. And then he talks about how which each divine energy sustains us and manifests through this. For example, Sunday, of course, on Sechesed, etc., etc., so bringing the Arabic Koach represents the seven Sfirot. And when we connect to it, there's specific things that we can rectify in these days. The, the amazing what he's saying here is the, there's, there's seven passages, there's six seven-day um, letters. And this also represents the 42 letters of the, from the Ramak. It also explains the first, the, the, that the 42 letters correspond to the first 42 letters of the Torah. Now, in Arpash, if you take the Atbash, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a complicated gematria concept. But Atbash means if you take the uh, Aleph in the top and you flip it. So it really does represent the 40, first 42 letters of the Bereshit. So there's a lot of power on Ana Bekoach. Ana Bekoach means Koach means, Ana means the, please, Koach. Koach means power. So there's a lot of power in Ana Bekoach. And what we're going to talk about practically today is. It, and it also, beautiful what he's saying here, is represents seven six-letter names of God. And this is where we can't pronounce them, but we can see them. 
and each one has a specific rectification, which we'll talk about now. Also, the name 42 represents also, the 42-letter name is related to Moshe and the burning bush. Remember, the first time in the burning bush is when, when God revealed to him, to his, his name is Ekiah, right? Burning bush represents us in exile, us in us needing, needing, needing an exile. Burning bush means I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you in the pain. The first direct encounter with Moshe with the divine. When Hashem first appeared to Moshe in the, in the, in the concept of the, of the burning bush, Moshe asked Hashem, but what name should I call you? We'll call the infinite one. Hashem responded, Ekie Asher Ekie. The name of Ekie represents the name of Keter, of the, the name of divine, the name of will. Remember, the lower the name, the more powerful it is. The, lo- the lower the letters, the more it means, for example, 21 is as powerful as you get. 86 is less concealment. Less letters, less, the lower the value, there's less, there's less concealments. There's more direction, there's more direct, more re- revelation. So 21 is the most powerful name, which means, we've said this every time, which is the name of Keter, which is the name of desire, which is the name of wanting change, which is the name of patience, which is the name of mercy. It's all connected. Anytime we talk about the name of Keter, is the crown, is the name of 21. That is the most powerful name we get to. So what he's saying here is the name, Eki Asher Ekie, I will be as I will be. Remember when I spoke about yesterday's class, I will be. Not, it's not, like, I will be a great husband. I will be, I will, I will be a Navy SEAL. I will be this. It's, it's, it's a name of raw, raw will. We've always said this. It's so important that God wants will. He wants desire. Reb Nachman's number one thing is to tell you is desire. Desire, desire. Should always want. Who cares if you're failing or not? We we get stuck today. Oh, I'm failing. I'm not feeling it. That's not what you get judged for. They they judge you for your desire. They judge you for your ratzon. You understand? They judge you on how much did you want it, not your results. We think oh results mean <laughs> results mean uh, success. No, it's desire. The desire eventually gets you where you want. So ask yourself today, do you have enough desire in that area of your life? That's, that's what the judge in heaven. Rabbi Rush, Rabbi Rush wrote a whole book on the, the light of the, the new light, a new light, which is basically the whole book talks about building desire. It means if you can't talk to God in his bodhidut, you need to want to talk to him. That means your, your prayer should be, I want to talk even though I can't say anything. I feel like I'm talking to the wall. But the fact that you want, that itself is extremely valuable in heaven. They judge you on your will. Remember this concept. They judge you on your will, not on your results. They judge you on your intentions. Even if you don't have Shalom Bayit, right? But you're trying for Shalom Bayit, it's considered like you have Shalom Bayit. It's considered like you tried. That's why you can get rewarded if you had good intentions and you didn't do the act. You can actually get rewarded. It's considered like you did it. What do you mean? How is that possible? It's because will is the greatest thing you can do. It's connected to the name of 21, it's connected to the name of Keter. So the bottom line is laziness is, I like, again, you have to be the guy running and failing a thousand times, as long as you're still running. That's the Scorpio energy, Baruch Hashem. That's the resilience. That's what God wants out of us. He wants resilience. He doesn't care about the results. He doesn't care how many times you fail, because you know, eventually you'll get there. If you have enough will, you'll get there. But if you don't have any will, that's where comfort and, and and, and nonsense begins in our lives. So remember that. So what is the name 21? It is the name of Ekia, like we said before. This is two times 21. So it's a double 21, which represents 42. 
So 42, which is the name, we always say the word name Ma, which is 45. Ma is the name of humility. This is the name of the word Mab. Membet. Not Miami Beach, like the 42 stops. People think Membet, Miami Beach. They think that's the last stop in their life. Not Membet. Not Miami Beach. Membet. And what does Membet represent, which is two times... Imagine connecting to a name of two times desire, two times willpower. Imagine how powerful that is. You could put that in an energy drink, call it uh, the mob drink, and you could sell it to every cloud in America. That's the new, that's the new, uh, that's the new drink. This name expresses timeless and eternal. Timeless and eternal. Basically, imagine, imagine how, what your life would be if you couldn't fail. What would you do? That's the concept that you're connected to. Imagine doing, to, imagine not caring what the whole world thought about you, and you did exactly what you did, and you couldn't care less about rejection. Ultimately, isn't that freedom? Ultimately, so this is where it's called connected to. We recite from the heart. When we recited from the heart, Anna Bekoach has the same kind of revelation from on high. You can actually get a, a beautiful. There's a song on YouTube, Ana, Ana Bekoach. It's a very powerful, it's a beautiful song. And you can, you can have this energy. Maybe before you start your Hezbollah to do it, maybe before you start, listen to this instead of listen to other stuff. Connect to that name, and that name represents transitions, renewal, raw potential, etc. Now he's going to talk about how these 42-letter name is connected with movement from slavery to freedom. From slavery to freedom. The journey of the 42 is reflected in the story of the Exodus in Egypt, right? Anytime we see the same number over and over, it's always connected to, like anytime we see eight, eight days, eight days, eight days. Eight, eight represents uh, eight days in the Brit. Eight over represents above, above, miraculously. Zot Hanukkah, eight. Everything eight or seven represents the, the seven days of the week. But every, every number has a specific intention. So the name 42 also represents the 42 42 journeys that that we went through in order to for freedom, right? The Baal Shem Tov tells us that there's 42 journeys according to the Baal Shem Tov that represents the 42 stages that a person goes through in his life. The problem is sometimes we get a flat tire and we stay there for a long, long time. <laughs> Do you understand? That's called staying in the past. You're going to go through 42 stages. I don't care who you are, what you are, where you are. You know, everybody's got a story. Everybody's in trouble. No, it's the 42 stops. Your job in life is to keep on moving. And guess what? This stop is not forever. You got to go to another stop. There's always another stop. That's why it's either you're in a problem, you just got out of a problem, or you're about to go into one. It seems to be like, you know, you figured, oh, I got this up. Oh, Finally, I'm done with this. Thank God. You get a three-day vacation. Here comes another problem. It's not problems. It's just growth opportunities. But believe it or not, we think uh, anything out of my comfort is, is, is bad. It's not really bad. It's, it's we're weak and life has become much stronger than we are. And it's just this is the nature that we've accustomed. You know, today, you know, a person needs something to hold them over for a snack you know, between, you know, going to, to, to work and going to the office. You understand? Going to the office and going, to, you know, home. He needs a snack on the way home, you know, so you can popcorn in the car. 
Back then, people couldn't, didn't eat for a day. They would, they would hunt animals. They didn't have snacks like every five minutes and all of these things. So as society has become more weaker and weaker and weaker, uh, we don't know how to handle these stops in our lives. Do you understand? And these stops become personal. They become, you crash. You, make, you become self-centered. You can become a victim. And you stay. You stay. Where are you? I'm, I'm, I'm 21st stop. I never, never, never got over it. Not be, I'm not asking you to be insensitive, but you have to recognize that everything, the greatest thing about these classes is every single day is a brand new, every single day is a brand new creation. You always, this is such, this is such the light of Hasidus. Today, I always say, today is my first time giving a class. How would I give it? I always have that. Rabbi Nachman says, when you pray, say today is the first time you began pray. And he even tells you to have the intention that imagine you came back from, from, from heaven and they gave you one prayer. How would you pray? That's the little energy of renewal that we always have to connect. And that is really what's happening. It's just, you know, we have a whole different story. So the 42 letters name represents a movement of bridging one reality to the next. And that's, what, that's, what we're, that's what you're connected to. It's bringing, it's, it's almost like a breakthrough con- concept. I never, th- I never thought of it, obviously. The greatness of Rapinson has able to bring these uh, these incredible concepts into into reality. Otherwise, we would just you know hang out with the, cla- in the with the Kabbalists in the, in the moons. But he's bring he knows how to bring it down into Timsum, so we can apply it and we can have the right intention. Because remember, if you have the right intention, you put attention to it, you get you get the energy that 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 prayer gives you. Intention, where do I need to go? Attention, put your heart into it. Then you get the, then the divine flow comes through you. So the most important thing first focus on intention, and then put attention to what you're doing. That is like the most important thing. It's where we don't have the right intention, and we don't have attention. And then, oh, what's going on? I'm not getting any light. There's no intention. There's no attention. Attention means you're out of you. It's you're out. You're just connecting to the source. Remember, connecting to the source is putting intention and put attention. Imagine what your marriage looks like. If you don't put intention and attention to your partner, right? You could do the smallest things and you can get small notes. It's good intentions. You're making attention to details, right? Even though you look, we look at big pictures. No, they want intention and attention, etc. Small things count. Do you understand? Just talk about how many times we failed because we, we failed the, the, the small things. Specifically women, they, they like the small things. They want small things, compliments, reassurance, etc. So the names of the week are represented in these names. And obviously, the, every single one of these has a, has a verse. So on Sunday, for example, on Sunday, what should you connect to? On Sunday, we, we're connected to the energy of... of, of Avag Yatsat, which means Father, implying our Father in Heaven. Right? That Sunday represents also the 13 attributes of mercy on Sunday. This is why we feel, you know, very light on Sunday. Sunday represents there's very little concealments because you just came from Shabbat. In the Torah, Sunday is called Yom Echad, day one, not, Rom, not Yom Rishon. The first day, day one, is one, an amazing concept. What does he say here? It's not called day one. It's called, it's not called, um, it's called Yom Echad, day one, not Yom Rishon, the first day. 
because he wants you day one. One, connect to oneness. First day, I'm not really connecting to oneness. But if I say day one, I'm connecting to oneness. So that's the day where there's only unity and oneness with one, with your Father in heaven. That's the day you connect to the 13 attributes of mercy. You just came from Shabbat. You came from an elated state. The meditation for Sunday is to bring the consciousness of unity from Shabbat into the week. To yearn for the light that you had on Shabbat into the week. You know, by watching Super Bowls, by watching football, obviously. <laughs> we're, all, we're all guilty of it. But you can focus on the unity of the team, at least, the Dolphins, thank God. But focus on oneness. That's a day of chesed. It's a day of chesed. Instead of being pulled down by the coming week and being anxious about the week, you know, most people on Shabbat, they can't stop thinking about the week. That's real slavery. The real slavery is that you, you know, that's why they're not, you're not even allowed to talk on Shabbat about the week. Because the whole point is you don't want to be pulled. What do you, you just got out of jail. You know, imagine a guy just got out of Alcatraz, you know, and he's in a beautiful restaurant. And he, all he's doing is talking about Alcatraz. You just got out of Alcatraz. Why do you want to talk about Alcatraz? In, in, your, in, your, in a beautiful dinner. What are you talking about that? What are you people talking about? Their new relationships, beautiful relationships. They want to bring, the, the, they want to bring all this cr- old energy into it. Don't bring old crap into new relationships. Don't bring old stuff. It's done. It's a 42 stop. The stop is over. It's all. You don't need to talk about layovers. I had a layover in New York. How was your vacation? Amazing. But you know, couldn't believe the layover I had in New York. Imagine somebody asking you a vacation, you just came back from a beautiful talk All you want to talk about is the layovers. The delays, the layovers. You, you, the whole point is, Shabbat is freedom. This is why we say, get me out of Egypt. We say, get me out of Egypt. I don't want to talk, I don't want to have a phone, I don't need a phone, I don't need, I don't need to do this, I don't need to post this. Like right now, on social media, I don't need to do it. <laughs> I'm not buying it to anybody. That's it, I want to go off of it, I want to go off of it, I'm free. I'm not a slave to valid. I'm not a slave to likes. I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave to the to that world. You understand? Freedom is being free. That's what we ultimately. That's the greatest freedom is is real freedom. So on Sunday we don't want to be pulled down by the week. We want to be starting the week as as, as renewal. And what you should focus on is, is is kindness, openness, giving. It's the light of Chesed. The consciousness should be unity, and the energy should be love. That's what you should focus on Sundays. Peace, family. A lot of people spend family time on Sundays because you're connected to connecting this one. Now begins Monday. By the way, Tuesday is the most productive day of the week. It's funny. Monday is not so productive because Monday people are getting hungover. What does Monday represent? Monday represents gevura, restraint. And the verse the verse in the in the Anabekoch on this one is Kara Satan. We have to rip, 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 break apart the Satan. The Satan, the, the, the consciousness of the Satan is Monday, right? It's already in the air. You can see people's moods, everything, everything's, the energy is Gevura. It's already energy. The Torah discusses the second day's creation as separate and division. So that's the job of the, the Satan. What does the Satan do in your life? He creates separation. He makes you lose your self-esteem. He makes you fight. He makes you. He, oh, he, he causes fragmentation, causes division, causes you to lose. That's the whole point. Divide and conquer. Think about that concept. Divide and conquer. That's Monday. The second day is related to division. 
that the word it is good, which appears in other days, is omitted. On, on, it's not Monday, the word it is good is not, is not there. And this is the, the, the day that we really have to break the Satan's mouth. And we have to recognize there's, a, there's, a, there's an energy of the Satan in the air. Monday is the beginning where many people's work week, even when the people work on Sunday, still it's very, they're still connected to Shabbat, where on Monday they're already connected already to the week. And that's where duality, concealment, uh, anxiousness, you know, where time and space become, it's all division. Due to the powerful forces of separation of Monday, we need to meditate on our blockages. Instead of feeling stuck, closed, or shut out, we can break the klipa. Break the klipa. The klipa wants you to get you united, Break the klipa by being united instead of divided. Monday, you have to work on strength, and the strength is concealment and separation. Not to recognize that there's a concealment that day. You have to be stronger those days. Not to, and the conscious is to break and destroy all sense of disconnection, separation, and remain connected with strength. Being strong, remain connected. So that's Monday, because the, the evil inclination wants to separate you. Fight, fight, fight. It's incredible how this happens all the time. There's always that, that Monday energy. It's because it's division. Then Tuesday, Tuesday, it's Negdikash, which represents, which represents glory. So we know that the, the, the Tuesday represents the, the, the Shekhinah is residing in Malchut, the third pillar, which is harmony. So on this day, we are, this day the Torah tells us that the earth gave over fruit, just as Malchut, is a manifestation of the higher branches that flow below. This is the time of fruit. So Tuesday represents a double, a doubled good. It's a double good because there's harmony. On Tuesday, the meditation is to realize the majesty and the glory of our actions and the routine in life. And that's the day of, 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 of what you focus in on, on harmony, beauty, balance, compassion. That's Tuesday. Like being a Libra, that's a Libra energy. Balance, being fair, you know, fairness, compassion, energy. Definitely Monday is the Scorpio, Mars, Scorpio and Aries energy. This is Mar Mars, it's fight, it's war, it's a war, it's resilience, go to war. Tuesday represents harmony. Every, it's funny, every, every one. Sundays, Sundays represents a very, very, uh, it's, it's, it's a chesed, chesed energy. Wednesday represents which is the fourth day of creation, alludes to two crowns. So this is where the, the also the four, two crowns re represent here, where the sun and the moon, they complained, the moon got diminished because of a complaint, but this also represents where the concept of circular motion and mazalot. On a personal level of Tuesday, the beginning of the routine, Wednesday now is you're going deeper into the routine. So Wednesday's meditation is, is on all of the crowns above our heads. We should meditate on returning the crown to, this, to its right place. Not to, get, not to get stuck in the... It's to return the cover, return God's cover. We often misplace our sense of servitude during the busy work days, but remember, check in Wednesday. The whole point is check in who's running the show. Sometimes you think you're running the show. Wednesday's the day to check in who's running the show. Give the cover. Remember, the moon wanted the honor. So the honor now goes, uh, instead, the sun shut his mouth and the moon got diminished. You see the power of shutting your mouth, whoever's complaining is going to get diminished. Wednesday represents Netzach, which represents victory, perseverance. The consciousness should be perseverance and mastery and the energy should be endurance. So Wednesday, you need to fill up the gas tank.
you need to fill up the gas tank because then you need a, you need a second boost to finish the week. That's endurance. That's netzach. That's Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman is netzach, by the way. Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman is the is Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Nachman are both netzach. They both represent the concept of netzach, which is the the right leg, kabbalistically, which represents keep on moving, because you can break down a little bit. <laughs> you know, you can break down. You need the second wind. That is netzach. Go go for the eternal victory, not for the short term victory. So that's a Wednesday. Think about think about endurance, etc. Thursday, which represents humility, which represents bittel, nullifications and, and bittel, right? Hod, Hod is, is gratitude. Hod is Hanukkah. Hod is Hanukkah. Submission. Recognizing there's a, there's a surrendering energy on Thursday, that there's a much bigger picture going on. So we can submit and say thank you. Hoda'ah, it means submission to a bigger picture. Submission, gratitude. Thursday is the last of the full week. It's a seal of the Friday. There could be a new shift in perspective from an outward assertive modality to the more inward reflecting state of mood of thanksgiving. So you got to go from outward to inward. And the idea here is, is, is this is the day that the fish, the fish were hidden. The fish always have humility. They're hidden. Everything that's hidden is humility. Hidden, the, the hod represents Kabbalistically the left leg, which represents hiddenness, the returning. It's a day of humility. Gemara tells us that the song of the day was sung in the temple on Thursdays, which always begins with let us praying, let us praise to Hashem and bring the birds and fish to offer his name. Thursday is connected to gratitude and offering praise. So this is where you know you see Thursday and, and you have to fix any kind of arrogance. So Thursday is again humility, praise, introspection, and deep, deep gratitude. So Thank you, Thursdays. That's the new uh, line for guys. Thank you, Thursdays. We're going to switch Taco Tuesdays to Thank You Thursdays. It's a nice one, huh? Nobody thought of that one. We need to copyright that line. Thank you, Thursdays. Look at that. Look how we create new things. You see, one day I'm off social media, my brain's working again. That's, my brain used to work a lot more, believe me. You, know, you lose your creativity when you get you're reacted. That's the, the biggest problem with social media is you lose your creativity. You start getting caught up in this video with, with this fighting and this fighting and just get caught up in this crap. And next thing you know, what, what happens? You, you're now in, you absorb negativity and, and you're giving, what are you, are you getting paid for this? No. So obviously you, you lose creativity. It's extremely important. We can't lose our creativity because then we can't come up with new things like, like, thank you Thursdays. Friday. Friday represents already the concept of, of time. We realize that the whole purpose of the, of the state is, is Friday represents Yesod, Kabbalistically, which is the Brit, which is the connection. Reconnect now to, to Shabbat. Start reconnecting. Start reconnecting. Think about Shabbat. Reconnecting. Build a bridge already. The work week is now complete. A person finds himself preoccupied by work. Now it's time to disconnect from the work. That's why our sages tell us two and a half hours, don't even work anymore. It's not going to It's not going to be successful. Two and a half hours before Shabbat, nothing, nothing. Here in Miami, they take off, they start with Thursday afternoon. They start, they, they, they bring Shabbat really, really early. So here, or if they even work at all. Uh, so here you're, 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 you're reconnecting now to Shabbat. You're going from the mundane to the reconnection. You're reconnecting to the Shabbat to bring in that energy in. 
Friday's meditation is to bring everything we've done during the work week to realize its purpose and to be attuned in the line to Shabbat. Instead of, that's just as ones who work for Shabbat, one who thinks about it, merits the light of Shabbat. That's the, the preparation is what you get. So that's the day to bring in the end. The whole purpose is, the whole point of this is, Shabbat is the ultimate day of higher consciousness, of peace, of, of receiving. Okay? So what we could do is we can all of a sudden connect this energy in the week and bring it out instead of being in servitude. Normally it's a servitude week. So we could bring one day of, of, of freedom, which is Shabbat is freedom, by the way. When people tell you, I don't want to be alone, then you're not free. Because you, you always need something. Anytime you, need, you always need something, it's not freedom. Needing is, free, is, is freedom is being free. I need to smoke. You're not free. You're addicted. Do you understand how many times is God telling us, I want you to be free. I need to smoke this. I need to smoke weed to relax. You're, again, you're addicted to this. I need to eat a drink because I have a social anxiety. It's all addictions. The whole world has become addiction because we think we can you know, put band-aids on bullet wounds all the time. And what we need to do is we need to be free. Like Ram Das says, the game of life is not to get high, it's to be free. It's to be free, not needing. I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need this, I don't need that. I'm free. That is freedom. You know, how free do you feel when you can pass over, you know, a cheesecake and not shove it in your face? You're free. You understand? We're, 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 society has made us addicted. Food has addictive stuff where it, it, it hits the same areas of your brain as cocaine. You understand? Society, that's why they're called users. You understand? Phone users and drug users. Phones have become using. It's, it's all an addicted society to make us stupid. That's the goal. Stupidity. So you can be stupid and they can tell you how to vote and they can tell you what to do. We need to be free. That's why we have the Torah. And that's why it's extremely important that this is not a new thing. God just keep on telling us, what are we talking about Egypt all the time? Why do we have to talk about Egypt on Friday night? Why do we have to talk about free Egypt? Why do we always mention Egypt all the time in Kiddush? Why do I have to always mention Egypt? Because Egypt is a constriction. Egypt is needing something. And he knew, God knew that we, were always, we would always be addicted to something. Something would hold us back. And he wants us to be free. And if you ask God with the right intention to be free, he'll allow you to be free. Friday represents the... So this is Friday. On Friday, we, we connected. To, we start connecting now. Inner focus, inner peace, tranquility, reconnecting. Shabbat, obviously, is the Mahut. Shabbat, Kabbalistically, represents... The Mahut means the moon. Shabbat means also the, uh, the, the moon, represents the soul, represents the Shechina, the feminine aspect. This is the Kohansa Tovah. And what is Mahut? A receiver. Not doing or be, just being. You don't have to do anything. The reason why we don't have to do all these laws on Shabbat why there's so many laws on Shabbat? And it, it could look a little ridiculous. Oh, I got it. You know, there's 500 pages on laws of Shabbat. Because the whole purpose is they don't want you to do anything. To the extent where you're absolved in the day and you're just a receiver, then it comes to you. You get me? When I, it's, it's such Shafa and high, that's why this is the whole blessing of the week is called on Shabbat. The whole purpose of Shabbat is I, I'm just a receiver. All I have to do is sit and enjoy the day, which is the worst day of the week, which is connected to the energy of Saturn, which is the worst mazal, and we flip it and we turn it into the greatest day. You understand? You took the worst day, blacks, what did the Israelis call on um, this, this massacre? We just said the, the Black Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. Did anybody keeping Shabbat be affected by this thing? No. 
No. Nobody affected, nobody was keeping Shabbat. Actually, there was Rabbi Rushes, there was Kibbutzim in the same area. They were, they were kept Shabbat and they were not affected by this. Shabbat protects you. It protects you against the energy of, 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 of Saturn. Saturn is a bad energy. It's a bad energy. It's a bad luck, that energy. Black Sabbath. You understand? So this is a call to wake up for Shabbat. Do you, do you not see the signs? I mean, you could show people the obvious things they're not going to listen to anymore. But the whole point is to bring the Shabbat, to bring this consciousness of receiving. Like, what, what, what's the problem to think about today with marriages? A lot of marriages. That, you know, obviously, the women sometimes don't know how to receive. They don't know how to receive. So what happens? They can't receive. Even if somebody's trying to be nice to you, you can't receive because you're always on edge. You're always on, on fight or flight. You're always on... Uh, on you know, on fighter, uh, always, always, always thinking there's a problem with everything, or always thinking that you know you have to save the day because your husband's incompetent, which is not always true. Sometimes you're you're always thinking everything has to be a threat, or everything has to you have to make sure everything detailed is not is not there because if the detail is not there, it's not going to get done. It's not true because then you're not letting him to be a giver. So that's the the lo- same thing with us today. You know, the same thing with us today that you have to be able to be a receiver. To be allow the light in and let go. Let go. You don't need to be here. You don't need to be at work. You don't need to think about work. You don't need to talk about work. You're free now. Receive. So there's days that you just need to receive. Is Monday not enough for you to stress? You also have to go do the same thing on Saturday? We just have to fix the consciousness of the world a little bit. But that's exactly what Shabbat represents. Not needing. Energy. You know what the energy is of the week? Receiving. Receiving. That's it. Pretend the UPS package is coming, Amazon package is coming, and just receive the box. You don't need to find out what time he's coming. He'll come. He'll come. Amazon's never late. Receive. And that's what we need to do. We need to be able to be receivers. So when we keep Shabbat, we, we were able to connect to this receiving energy. Because remember, you could take all this other energy and you have no, no receiving, no energy to receive. And then what happens? The vessel doesn't go through. The light doesn't go through. You need a vessel. Shabbat is the ultimate vessel, which represents not doing eternal. This is why Shabbat represents one sixtieth of the world to come. That means if you want to connect to the energy of the world to come, Mashiach energy, you need to be able to keep Shabbat and to be at peace with yourself. And the fact that you need this, I need this, I need to go to this restaurant on Shabbat, I need to be hanging out with this friend on Shabbat, it's all, it's all slavery. And I promise you, if you overcome all these things, you recognize that you're free. You really are free. That's why one who looks outside dreams. One who looks inside awakens. It's all there for us. How many times you hear these stories of people, all of a sudden, now they're, they're keeping Shabbat because of what happened in the massacre. It was there all the time. It was there. It was there. The people that got saved from this got Shabbat. It was there the whole time. But now they, they woke in. They woke, they woke up. This should teach you, this should teach us all of us that this is how you connect to the weak. Hashem should help us all that we should all reconnect to ourselves and our deepest selves. Have a great day. Uh, when you say 